pension 10, 15 years ago won't buy much of anything here today. And why the millennial generation is starting to give up because they can't afford to get a, a good job or own a house. A million Venezuelans voting uh, for this assembly saying it's actually less than three. It is, and people are going to start rioting in the streets. Was reported to have asked Putin for military support that would help him stay in power. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. And they ignore him. And eight more years goes by till Bernie himself finally admits to his sons, hey, I've been running a Ponzi scheme. Does its dominance mean it can use the alliance for its own ends? Since 1981, bond yields, also known as coupon rates, have just gone down and down and down. The Federal Reserve note will be your biggest financial liability. All right, we are live. Round two. Back at it again for another late night live stream. Once again, appreciate you guys taking time to join me. My name is Mike, the host of RTD Late Night, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. Looking forward to having some good back and forth and uh, share with you a couple articles here. I got about six or seven articles and I want to share some thoughts uh, in regards to the subject matter of this evening, which happens to do with Poland. And of course, I had to add my little spin on top of it because that's ultimately what I believe it's all about. It's a race to get out of 2019 with as much weight as you can as a, as a nation. So repatriation is the name of the game. And I got some ideas of what I want to share with you guys of, you know, if governments are repatriating, then citizens better be redeeming. So I'm going to touch on that a little further. But anyway, welcome to the live stream. For those that are tuning in, I appreciate you taking time to spend with me this evening. Any new viewers, let me know in the chat where you're watching from. Let me know where state you're located, what country you're located in. I'll definitely acknowledge your presence. And then there's a number, 313-462-0027. It's a number for you to call in and let your voice be heard. So that being the case, let's, let's get right into it. Go through the chat, welcome a couple people. And let me see here, I got I got too many chats up. So let me close, let me get this thing squared away. Okay, I got, let me see, I got two chats up here. Let me see which one is correct. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, so we got Spirit King says, hi, we got Scott Robinson, hi, we got Low Blood Pressure, we got Tony, we got T Cash, we got Excalibur, we got Walter, we got uh, James, uh, we got Kenneth, Crypto Girl, we got David, Nathaniel, Low Blood Pressure from repping the Texas, okay. Crypto girl from Connecticut, Susie from Connecticut, USS. <laughs> Good one there. <laughs> All right, people. So what I want to do is share my thoughts about what's going on. And of course, as always, if there's anything or anywhere you guys want to take it, feel free to let me know in the chat or give me a call and let your voice be heard. And so I just want to basically get this party started with this primary subject matter, share a couple articles with you and then go from there. But <clears throat> Came across this article about Poland. This came out as of yesterday. And so once again, I've been covering the repatriation aspect for several years now. So I've had a, a front row. Uh, I've been I've been a, a second row backseat driver to this whole repatriation aspect. Because whenever the words repatriation comes across the mainstream news, usually I'm notified in some form or fashion. And so it really just always has me wondering exactly why and then what is intended when they get their gold back and so based upon all the current events is happening and just me hearing more 
and beginning to sense more and more in my gut that 2020 will be that year where it's going to be really hard for governments to stay in sync with their own fiscal policies as far as everyone running deficits, being over indebted, not being able to live up to their responsibilities and promises, and then central banks no longer being able to lead the charge in this expansion. So MMT, as I did a video earlier, will be a tool that economists are talking about. And so once again, if you guys haven't had a chance, check out the live stream earlier where I talked about how MMT is be, is, is the front runner for central banks to try to encourage governments to probably consider that even though it won't work. But um, with repatriation is one of the things where um, it's what governments are doing. Therefore, there has to be another form of that same line of uh, re redemption, in a sense, or re a reclaiming of what's rightfully theirs. So they're basically exchanging all those paper promises and contracts that they have with either the Bank of London, uh, Bank of England, or the Federal Reserve. So governments are saying, hey, we lent you, we, 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 we deposited gold into your reserves 30, 40, 50, or oh, more than 50 years ago uh, for safekeeping and because of the whole the dollar was good as gold. But now the dollar is no longer as good as gold. It's just as bad as our currency. So let me go ahead and get some of that weight back before this thing melts down. So primary subject matter, a title of the fact that, you know, Poland redeeming or re repatriating 100 tons before the global meltdown in 2020. And that's just something I just wanted to add on top of there because I believe it's one of the things that they obviously foresee uh, some some time frame, whether it be 2020, 2021. No one knows, but they got a good idea. So they're trying to get as much back as they can. And of course, don't just watch what they do. Do what they do. And so governments repatriate citizens, in my opinion, are supposed to redeem. And so the whole idea of the fiat currencies, it was introduced as a as a medium of exchange that you could redeem at any time by going down to your local bank or Federal Reserve Bank up until a certain point. And majority of the population, unfortunately, is not aware of that because if they knew that they technically have a right to redeem those contracts, that they, you know, I don't think we'll be in this much of a mess as the world is in. So with heavily indebtedness. So anyway, let me check with the chat. I apologize. Uh, let me get uh So we got, uh, you got to click the notification like you mean it. What does that mean? Uh, we got, uh, Mike, what do you think of China going to zero or maybe negative interest rates? Alan, great question. I'm not surprised that the words zerp or nerp will become common language. And so I think it was in the article I did shared earlier where, Oh, no, I think it was a yesterday article, but oh, no, it wasn't. Actually, I'm sorry. One of the RTD community members shared a tweet about what's going on in Australia. And one of their governors of their central bank basically was quoted as saying that the new norm is extremely low rates. And so Australia is on the verge of doing the same thing the U.S. is doing. I got a, you know, I couldn't get to it once again. I apologize, but I was thumbing through. Uh, the Australian banks um, uh, conference, their their press meeting conference paper, thumbing through it a little bit and reading some of the verbiage. And of course, all this is synchronized. All the central banks are in sync trying to say the same verbiage. So it was nothing new apart from the fact that he mentioned that the, the new norm is low. And so the new norm is low in an environment where we're supposed to be in, a, in good time. So imagine when things really unfold or they allow it to 
reveal itself for the method that it is, then therefore every, everybody has to go to zero or try to go to zero or negative like a couple countries are. So I'm not surprised at all. China, they have a much greater mess than majority of the population knows, and they're trying to keep it contained inside their country. But I don't think they're going to be able to keep it contained. So I think they're going to drop rates. Like I read an article I think it was you're referring to that they're either considering or they just dropped a quarter point or something like that. But everybody's dropping. It's the race to zero. So that's why this article here of Poland repatriating, I think is so important because central banks realize that the gate, the, you know, the, 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 the game is up. It's not much more they can do to keep the people in the, in the, in the, in the dark about things. So I believe they themselves are running for cover and what better way to run for cover other than as a central bank and as a government, especially back into what was and will one day again, in some form or another, be money again in the form of gold. And of course, you can't forget silver, but they'll never, they're, they're never repatriating silver. They're actually buying silver because all the central banks and governments kept gold as a strategic monetary instrument and silver was more so a secondary monetary instrument for the public. So, yeah, but just my little two cents there. We got Jeff Evans from Florida. We got Jesse James says uh, Billy Billy's Hill. Who did this get their gold from? Who did they get the gold from? Good point. So I'm going to touch on that in the article. Can't wait for the deflation before massive inflation. Are you surprised by Apple's move to start a factory in India? Not surprised at all. I didn't know much about that one, but Robert, I appreciate you for mentioning that. Low blood pressure says, Mike, what dish you looking forward to the most for Thanksgiving? Low blood pressure. I like how you always, you know, keep it real with me. Go, you give me a little curveball in there somehow, some way. Uh, I'm just looking for a, a plate, just a plate, a, a nice, a nice helping. So I'm okay for whatever, man. Uh, my family tends to throw down pretty good, and we usually bounce around a little bit and get a little bit of everything. So, uh, looking forward to just anything, man. How, how about you? What, what What are you guys looking forward to on Thanksgiving? And Let's let's just get a head start. Thanksgiving is about being thankful, and I think we do have a lot to be thankful for. If you're watching this on your phone or your computer, then you're definitely in a much better position than more than half the population on this planet that don't have internet, electricity, or uh, or the, the the whereabouts or the awareness of the subject matter we're talking about. So something worth to be grateful for. Honey baked, yeah. Okay, can't go wrong with that. Uh, what else? Love my peach cobbler. Okay, can't can't go wrong with that either. That's on the dessert side, but you get my point. So anyway, in a, real quick, I'm and I'm I'm getting off topic, but low blood pressure decided to take it there. What are you guys thankful for? I think uh, really becoming appreciative of the blessings we have can help keep you sane in this world where the system's rigged against you. It's starting to crumble. People are feeling the pressure in one way or another, and so I will be willing to bet. No one's immune from the, the, the squeeze that's been placed on the population, whether it be financially, whether it be uh, socially with family and friends going through situations that you have to address because you're probably a little bit more wiser than they are or health wise or financially. No telling. Everybody's going through something. I, I, too, am going through something myself. And so it's one of the things where it's always good to be conscious of the fact that you are blessed. You know, I, my blessings outweigh my problems hands down so but i ain't gonna preach tonight just yet give me a couple minutes precious metals update says i'm thankful to have more time to get my weight up like you mike like you say mike good job <laughs> thankful for my children and my health tracy that's real that is real 
I'm thankful that interest rates have not gone to zero yet. What are you thankful for? Uh, thankful for the opportunity to, to, to get a chance to connect in the evening with like-minded individuals is a blessing because once again, you know, you go too far away from your home and the people out there are clueless. They don't know what's going on. So it's always good to connect with you guys. And believe it or not, just hearing these chats, hearing you guys call in, get, get me, get my mind twirling. And I'm, and I'm off to the races thinking about all types of strategies, scenarios, and all types of game plans and stuff like that. So grateful for opportunities to connect, of course, family, health, and everything else. And, you know, I, you know, just once again, since we go on there about being thankful, I really believe the Lord is doing something in me right now in a positive sense, because my heart is, is steering towards a particular direction that I had no clue was going that way. And so it has a lot to do with, you know, the message I'm going to be sharing with you guys moving forward, because it's one of the things where I believe it's going to be needed. And so I just feel led to incorporate more of my spiritual um, life into this monetary mess we're in, because I, if you I'm sure you all can agree with me. It's easy to get caught up in talking about problems over and over and over again. And then the biggest problem we all have is that we're trying to solve typically or strategize or plan with the same level of mindset that got us all trapped into this unknowingly and knowingly. And so I think in order to overcome this current mess and then what I believe is coming starting in 2020 and beyond will require a different level of thought process. And it's not something that you possess on your own. It has to come from something greater than yourself. And that's why I believe the Holy Spirit is going to be very active in the body of Christ. And I'm going to stop because once again, I'm, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to stop with that right now. Anyway, corn on man, corn on a can, corn on a cob. Anyway, so man, look at me. I'm already caught up in this. So forgive me. I'm going off track. Man, I got to get up. I got to get better with this. Okay, so let me get to the first article. Because <laughs> people come here, I'm sure. And this is the biggest issue I have. I'm going to be real with you before I get started. as as I'm going to be starting another YouTube channel. Because I can't sit here and talk about the problems all the time. Because, it's, you know, I'm not. it's not boring. The subject matter is never boring because it's real life. And it impacts a lot of people. But rehearsing and talking about the same thing over and over again doesn't do you any good. I'm robbing you guys of... More of what I, of what I believe I'm capable of giving you guys by just talking about problems. So I'm going to be starting a second YouTube channel. I've already determined what you know the primary focus of it, and it's going to be more spiritual based. So for my people that are believers, you definitely want to check it out. For my people that are not believers, <clears throat> I think you're going to want to check it out even more because I'm not even going to get woo woo with you like that. I'm not even going that route. You know, what I'm saying I can share my beliefs without even having to refer to anything that might lead you to uh, make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, even though I don't mind you being uncomfortable. Neither do I mind being uncomfortable. Anyway, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I promise. Okay, let me get to the first article. All right, man. All right, here we go. So this article I grabbed and just, you know, redacted a little bit. So that's probably what you clicked on when you wanted to come here for this. Poland repatriates 100 tons of gold from Bank of England. Storage. Okay. And so this is just the most freshest, most recent announcement of repatriation. And then once again, you just look at that picture. I, I saw that picture. I'm like, man, like, you know, the, the world right now, in a nutshell, behind the scenes, because we don't really hear much about it, but the world right now is going crazy over that substance right there. That periodic element from the earth. It's a 
periodic element. It's an element. It's a natural element and it's found in the earth. But because it's been positioned as a money, monetary base, store of value, all those properties, this item here has caused a major upheaval in around this planet where it's, it's created a lot of wealth inequality and problems and wars and okay i'm going somewhere else never mind all right give you an idea and then i'll put this below so you guys can find out more for yourself but as you guys can see i gotta dial back some because i get too caught up <laughs> in other stuff so i'm gonna put it there for those that might want to say just skip this guy mikey rant too much let me go read for myself but it says poland i'm gonna zoom in i'm gonna zoom in so you can read what i read it says poland brought about brought about a hundred brought so once again that's you know brought about uh roughly they probably rounded up or so just this just this verbiage here coming from bloomberg brought about a hundred so is it a, is it a hundred is it 105 196 the, the, those tonnage make a difference to a small fry such as myself i'd like to know about what how much tonnage it actually is but anyway Home from the Bank of England in a bid to demonstrate the strength of the nation's 586 billion economy. Central Bank Governor Adam Glimpissi said the institution bought. And so the institution bought, bought, not brought, but bought. So here, oops, let me go back. So here they brought about, they brought back a hundred or give or so, but here they bought Big difference. They brought it some of their own back, and then they went out with the digits and the and the Poland, I think Poland Coronas that they just conjured up out of nowhere. They actually took nothing and went and bought something. So I just thought I would share that. They bought about 126 tons in 2018 and 19 to increase its gold reserves to 228.6. So they brought what they already had back, and then they created nothing into something and went out and bought something. What a privilege. Says as a result, the country has become the 22nd biggest bullion holder in the world, from what we're being told, and has the biggest reserves of the metal in the European Union's east. And so, of course, Germany has the biggest in the west. And it goes on to give more information. It says Poland had 129, 121.9 billion in official reserves as of October 31st. So, they're sitting now on more weight. So they would not only did they bring back what was theirs, but they took something, brought it into existence, and went out and bought something tangible and real. And so this article here led me to really want to, okay, say, okay, let me, you know, I've been talking about repatriation for a while, but let me actually share my thoughts on <clears throat> how citizens, how the public can take advantage of the same opportunity. Because if we got governments, as I mentioned, repatriating, therefore citizens should only have the right to be able to redeem the contractual notes between the central bank and their governments and for real tangible assets the way that they're doing. And so to me, this is more of a sign of what, you know, what they're doing, you should also be doing as opposed to just watching and listening to what they say or what's reported because these numbers, you can never really trust these numbers because it said, as I mentioned, it said they brought about a hundred tons. So it could be more or less, who knows? but the people who are in part of that deal so anyway so i'm like let me go ahead and google or just research the most recent repatriations repatriations yeah of gold and just let you and just paint 
a story as to how this is not an incidental trend. Like this is a part of a deliberate strategy. And I believe it's, you know, why, why do it in November? Why not wait till January? Apart from the fact that most governments now probably know the game is up. They know that there's going to be some major issues. They already got their plan A, B, C. You know, the two big to fail banks are already having major issues. So they already, they already have a game plan. It's scripted. But it's a matter of can they can the things unfold that the way that it's scripted out to play, and that's where I think they run the risk of losing control. So I wouldn't be surprised between now and December thirty uh, first we hear about another bank or government or something of that nature repatriating, or perhaps even some hedge funds outside of. I got an article, or I was or I got an article here about you know more hedge funds now are getting into ETFs, which is basically digital nothing. But anyway, so I got a couple more articles. And as always, if you guys want to stop me from ranting, give me a call. If not, you know how I do it. I'm going to rant in a good way, of course, try to be productive with it. And so I want to go to the next article. And so we all know what's been happening in Venezuela. And so I just Googled this. So this is probably historical. But everybody's repatriating for their own. Okay, so let me go back. I got another article. So I clicked on this by mistake, but it says central bank hunger for gold lifts demand to three year high. So this is as of August 1st. There's a little video here. Not sure if it's saying much. Just giving some prices. Not worth our time. And it says you got to pay for this, but I'm not paying for that. But this is just a little snap. It says central banks continue to load up on gold in the first half of 2019. So they describe the words of acquiring gold by saying they loaded up up on gold in the first half and i would imagine also they loaded up the second half not sure why i did that excessive p but it says helping push total bullion demand to a three-year high three-year high and so i got some articles here to go back a year or two or so but it's the ever-increasing demand for the physical metal itself and it says nations added 374.1 tons in the first six months as Russia and China kept, they kept building reserves and Poland made a massive purchase. So this was, this, so this is an older purchase by Poland, not the one I'm just talking about. So Poland's been getting heavy big time over the last couple of months, but I have nothing here. I have no article here that talks about China and Russia just because I've been talking about that for too long. But here's an article. Here's a newspaper, Latin American Herald, out of Caracas. And so this is, uh, let me see, I think this might be an older article. But it's interesting because Venezuela repatriates $11 billion in gold. And I definitely think this is a little bit older. But you get the point. And so they have, an economic, they have an economic crisis in Venezuela. So they're repatriating their gold so that they're, they'll have some credibility. So Maduro, more than likely, and his government will have some credibility in this current financial order. To where they'll be respected because no government's going to be willing to help or offer any type of aid if they know they can't get something physical, whether it be oil or weight. And so he repatriated 160 to 180 tons of gold, of which I read reports after that, that a good chunk of that has already been sent out to all types of other countries so that they can actually get some liquidity now. So they sold their gold. They repatriated back, sold it into the free market at a discount and they had to sneak in order to do it. It says uh, the gold was received at the Maqueta international airport outside of Venezuelan capital and taken under heavy security to the bank's headquarters in downtown Caracas. So here you have a truck being 
hauled out with gold up the wazoo. And so this is an interesting article I thought I would share. Here's another one here. This is from CNN Business. It says Germany. And this was this is a little bit older, but you get the trend. Germany. I remember, if you guys, I'm sure you all remember, Germany was told that it'll take up to three years. They'll get their last bar or something like that by 2022 or something. But long story short, they end up fast forwarding that or something. And the alarming part about repatriating your gold is whatever you sent over years and years ago, decades ago, however long it was, they're not getting the same bars back. So they're getting all types of old bars, remelted and casted bars. And so the gold that they're receiving back in these repatriation deals typically are not the original gold they sent over, which then would lead you to wonder what happened to all that gold in the meantime. So we all know that according to the Bretton Woods Agreement, the goal was to position gold in the Federal Reserve position or government, the United States government possession, because they were all backed by gold. The gold dollars were backed by gold. And so imagine having 83,000 tons, supposedly, of gold, but yet all of a sudden all the gold that goes back to its original owner is not the same gold, not the same bars, same serial number. So, of course, that's a whole other subject matter there, but just the idea of Germany. Another country that's in a recession right now, it was announced two, three weeks ago, according to mainstream news, that Germany's in a recession. So they happened to have gotten a good portion of their gold back well in advance of this recession. So they are capable of weathering the economic storm that's coming uh, because they actually hold something physical. So interesting article there to take it back in time. Here's another article. This was as of the beginning of this year, Romania proposes to repatriate 95%. Why, why not 100? Why would you keep 5%? Yeah, more than likely, excuse me, because you wouldn't be able to get a full 100%. So you give them a bootleg number. It says the National Bank of Romania can deposit gold from the uh, established reserve abroad exclusively for the purpose of obtaining income through trading and other specific operations. The gold deposited by the National Bank of Romania Abroad contain cannot exceed five percent of the total gold reserve. So it looks like the goal was to bring the gold back, and then they passed a new bill. Romania's Social Democratic Party passed a new bill saying that from this point on, no more than five percent can leave this country for investment purposes, because they obviously want to make sure when stuff hits the fan, they got some weight. And so anyway, got a couple more articles, but I figure I'll slow it down because everybody kind of get the trend here. Phone hasn't rung. I ain't heard from nobody yet. So let me check in with the chat and see what's going on. It says, uh, what a privilege. Yikes. It says, of course, the U.S. says they can't be trusted. Countries will store, store gold in the U.S. You put your money where it's safe. Uh, we got, well, let me see here. It says, repo gold. Hami <laughs> boss, good hashtag there. It says, can't repo Bitcoin. Only 21 million ever. <laughs> uh, what else we guys said? If Bitcoin is a hundred k per coin and the dollar tanks, you have something for nothing. Hmm. Tony Blaylock, interesting, interesting uh, analogy there. And so, my thought on that statement there was, is because it's probably being used to say that having Bitcoin won't be of much justice if the currency that is currently denominated in is hyperinflated away. It's kind of what I took from that. 
And so what I'm assuming and, and thinking, like the technology is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. It's only going to grow in popularity, especially as financial institutions come on board because they're incentivized to do so because it gives them a new profit making mechanism. And so just the very fact you have banks getting in on it lets me know that they strategically want to be a part of it. So they're not going to hurt a chance for them to profit in this new technology. So uh, of course, Federal Reserve note and all the other currencies are going to go their way that they have to go, which is back to their intrinsic value in the long run. But along the way, I think either Bitcoin itself, if governments allow the regulatory aspects and consider it an actual, actual allow it to be considered as a currency as far as being able to be spent into circulation, then I think at that point, <clears throat> the public, People might themselves, as they become more aware of the technology, might choose to make it a standard and to where they measure and determine value of other assets in Satoshis. So that's just what's more than likely going to happen, because once all confidence is lost in fiat currencies, it's fair game. And so you have the, the, the stackers, those in the precious metals camp going to use gold and silver to determine their fair value for items. And then you're going to have the younger population that's more tech savvy. They're going to probably use what appears to be at this current moment, Bitcoin, until something better comes along, which there, of course there will be. And of course, whatever the government rolls out along the way, they're going to try to force that upon us. But if things, if all, if things go completely belly, belly up and there's complete chaos, it's going to be hard to enforce anything. And especially at a time where people are, won't really trust the source of information it comes from. So with that being the case, I do think uh, there will be a, di a different mechanism for establishing value <clears throat> pretty soon. And you know, me personally, my own personal opinion is because of my the subject matter itself, I personally don't have much confidence and much faith in the current paradigm. So I've already in my mind, in one form or another, already chose to establish a different form of value for myself personally to where I'm not counting or banking on paper. Anyway, we got a call. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Tony from Oakland. What's going on, brother? Tony. Good to hear your voice, my friend. I'm doing excellent. How are you doing this evening? You as well, man. I'm giving thanks to family and friends. Never mind that turkey business. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> What's on your mind, boss? Hey, I'm, I'm checking in with you. Uh, checking in with you about the the uh, digital currency. People are, are sometimes get digital currency confused with cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. and the banks are in on dear digital currency, but not so much on crypto. Mm. Now we have Jamie Dimon last year saying that he wouldn't be caught alive or he would fire anyone, but then two or three weeks later, uh, his German branch was reported as buying a lot. A Bitcoin. So, do you think that's just a little smoke and mirrors, or they're leading you to believe that they don't want that while they're getting it on the back end because it's a part of their plan? I cannot believe anything that comes out of the U.S. Man, unfortunately, yeah. I, I would love to believe that's happening. Yeah, but I, I think we've turned into a Weimar Republic, and we just can't believe anything that the news put out because there's only like six people that owns all media. Mm -hmm. So I think they're all in, in in cahoots with each other, and it just it, there's nothing that we can believe. Trust me on that one. Right. I, hey, I, I I would not disagree with you, my friend. And so that's why the one I, thing I wanted to yeah, uh, uh, just off subject, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Um, 
you remember that, that Saudi Arabia was talking about how Iranians bombed their uh, oil facilities? Yeah. And then they uh, went to an IPO, but they they said that they were U.S. wasn't going to be involved, Japan wasn't going to be It's just basically U.S. allies that they aren't going to sell to. Yeah. Didn't you think that was a little weird? I did, but I didn't follow it in great detail to really go deep into it. So, I mean, what you're telling me now is probably as deep as I went on top of it. So I never really formulated an opinion about it. But feel free to share me yours. But even just that thought, uh, you know, the, it was put out that it was Iranians, but yet and still the Iranians wasn't one of the ones that they said, no, you can't get all this gold and this in oil from us. We, but they allowed them to be a part of it. I, I couldn't see that happening if they were the ones that set that thing up. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one there. So that, that would lead me to believe that the whole false, false flag, the media propaganda piece of you know, them needing 24 hours to figure out who did it. And then all of a sudden, before they even 24 hours up, they said Iran. And then all of a sudden, they, they're trying to do a backdoor deal with them and inc including them into something that's going to be a blessing to them as well. Doesn't add up. So, yeah. Way to bring right. it to the surface. We're living in 1984, brother. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Good stuff, man. I appreciate you. All right, Mike. I'm going to get out of here, man. You enjoy your holiday. All right. You as well, boss, man. Be good. All right. Take care. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good stuff as always. Appreciate that. Yeah, there's something interesting there. The fact that uh, they were supposed to be responsible for bombing, then all of a sudden they're incorporating on some deals. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to dive into that the way I would like to, because as I mentioned, it's more subject matters than I'll be able to touch on my own, but I'm having fun with it. Anyway, uh, it says, I totally agree with low blood pressure. What we got here? Let me check out. It says, Jamie's moving silver to diamond. Let me see here. Spirit King, precious metal updates. Also, natural resources are... And highly speculative backing system, often through history, countries hide or exaggerate about their resources of all kinds. Very true, Spirit. I do agree with that. And I remember um, I was reading through some 19th century literature about uh, when uh, the Bimetallic Standard was shifting by design. And there was some gold discoveries out west and over here. And then by the market being flooded with gold, excessive gold that was brought into circulation, it was problems with the ratio of, at that time, it was 16 to 1, 15 to 1. So they flirted with that ratio of trying to hold something of balance between the newfound gold and the silver supply. And then when silver would shoot up, they had to adjust the ratio. So that was always one issue, but yet, it was a little bit more favorable for the people to have that argument. Okay, is my gold worth more today or my silver worth more today? I'll, I'll take, I'll arbitrage a little bit and buy some here, buy some there. But you actually had something in your hand. And so I'll take something in my hand or the ability to have something in my hand over anything else any day. That's just me. That's just me. All right, let me get back to the chat. It says unemployment rate is a is at record lows, please. Uh, okay, I'm assuming you've been, okay, I'm assuming Jesse, you've been funny with that one, because I would imagine most people would be able to realize that, you know, those numbers aren't really something you should, with breath should be repatriating gold. Yeah. And that's the thing. Most other governments around the world also have policies similar, if not doing those type of policies already. Low blood pressure says one tenth of ounce of silver per person on earth. According to, according to what we can calculate of above ground silver, 
which anyway I go, I, I do believe I'm of the mindset that there's a lot more of gold and silver above ground than we are actually able to calculate just because the World Gold Council, which is like the predetermined calculator of all gold purchases or whatnot. Think about them. There are institutions that set up by the very same people that kind of own the system. So I don't think that that institution would be credible in saying that, oh, this country only has ABC when they'll never mention the families that are probably holding more weight than the actual nations themselves. Because there are some families out there with lots of weight. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, it's Pete in the People's Republic of Colorado. Pete, how you doing, my friend? Oh, any better, and I couldn't stand it. <laughs> you know, I'm really interested in hearing about your second channel. Good stuff, man. So I appreciate you asking that question. So it's something I've been thinking about now for some time, just because it's one of them subject matters that will stray away from what majority of people come here for. And so I've noticed a trend, and I think it's just about human nature and habit that people tend to gravitate towards news that appeases their ears for what they are able to understand and control right away. So we talk about a lot of problems and you mentioned this before about what are the solutions. And so like, like I think you mentioned as well that, you know, in order to solve a problem, we got to go beyond our current level of thinking. And so I have to be able to share my thoughts and opinions outside of just always touching on problems. So the other channel, whenever it started, will be more so based on spiritual elements. It's going to start with my faith first, which is will be my building ground. And from there, I'll share thoughts and opinions based upon what I feel is worthy of sharing and, and can lead people towards hopefully, you know, uncovering a little bit more about themselves and, and, and A, pursuing something greater than what we all know is plentiful. Gold, silver, Bitcoin. I mean, that, those are all the creations. We need to go focus on the creator in my personal opinion. So I'm going to talk more about that type of stuff. I'll throw one thing. I'll remind you of something you brought up a little while ago. Mm -hmm. You know, when you talked about a different channel a while ago or another area of focus other than gloom is where you go, other options you could have. Mm -hmm. um, is, is that part of the cards? Oh, okay. It's choppy there. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Well, no. Uh, not too long ago, you brought up the concept of... Uh, you know, options of where you can go and what you can do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, and uh, then that kind of went away. Yeah. So, okay, good question. So, so initially, and so that's so. Okay, okay. Good, good, great question. I'll break this down for you. One of the one of those decisions, the one where you get up, get out, and go explore, go see, and and kind of paint a picture in the form of getting from behind the computer directly in the form of traveling is my desire. To do, yes. And so I, I, you know, depending upon family situations, and also that's why I'm really looking forward to the whole Patriot aspect, which could afford me the opportunity to do that, but it's one of the things where it's not cheap. So that's one, that's my desire. And, and my, my, what I feel drawn towards, which is something that goes beyond me personally, is the importance of sharing my faith with people, and in particular, surrounding the message of, you know, focusing on our own individual gifts. And so gold, silver, all this stuff here, they're, they're practical matters that you can do directly. And once you have the information, you can then implement them. And it's relatively easy if you're awake and aware. 
But on the other side, no matter how much weight you have, no matter how, how many digits of currencies or pieces of paper you got in your bank, there's still more to your life than just those tangible things. And so I want to focus more so on how to help people dive deeper because you, for example, Pete, if you're sitting on $100 million, that does mean no good whatsoever, but you do have something that I believe could be of value to me, and it's your gift. And so whatever your unique gift is, whatever God put inside of you, that's what I want and that's what I think humanity needs is what every one of us are carrying. And I think that right there could be a lifesaver for a lot of people because we're going to enter into desperate times where there's going to be a loss of hope. And I found that pursuing something greater than yourself that more than likely might outlive you gives you something to always strive for, even though you may not touch it, but you might impact a few people's lives and be a blessing to people. So I'm more so like, how can I help people help others type of thing? That's my that's my solution personally. You know what I'm saying? So that's my desire of traveling and my interest in trying to figure out how to help people help other people if that makes sense well that's why i wanted to call attention to it because the doom and gloom is played yeah it is <laughs> you know it doesn't matter how right people are you know we were a lot closer to a collapse a year ago than we were today i mean the mm -hmm. fed nationalized the overnight market yeah <laughs> i mean but how does that really help people to talk about it? There's so much that we can do in our day-to-day -day lives with people and our interpersonal relationships that would actually have an impact. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, uh, and you know, Bitcoin, that's well. I mean, like, you know, the kids will say, okay, boomer to me, but you know what? The internet can turn off. You know, gold and silver, you know, in the house of the wise, there's stores of food, gold, silver, and all that stuff. But they can uh, make it illegal again. Mm -hmm. Or it can be stolen. I'm really <laughs> so, so much more fascinated in where you want to go, mm -hmm. you know, where I think you need to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can do it. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. So 2020 is no greater time because I feel like everything is ramping up and I'm being stirred up in my inner man to want to really focus on something that really excites me. Like, I'm interested in this because this is a part of our world, but I'm excited about what can what could come about from doing something different and putting the putting the Lord first. And so, of course, I put him in this and he's blessed this. And so but I think he's not he's not done with any of us. And I think the body of Christ right now will need this more than ever to just to be encouraged to do something else and to think beyond the problems because the problems are plentiful. <laughs> so you can stretch yourself out big time thinking about all this crazy stuff. I like to quote the old man that we all love. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing to focus on the fact that we're financially bankrupt, but we're all just too afraid to talk about the fact that we are morally bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it'd be hard and, to touch on those subject matters without without exposing some issues that people are going to have to address in regards to their character and what, everything what, else. Have you noticed, though, in the last year or two, there's been a backlash when people do push back? You know, even if people aren't aware of the moral bankruptcy, I think there's a market for it. I think it matters, and mm -hmm. I think people need it. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree, my friend. And so, yeah, so that's kind of where, where I'm at now. So I'm trying to put everything together and want to make sure it's, it's what I'm supposed to be doing as best I can. But, you know, it's just a lot like the, the research behind what I'm trying to focus on has been very entertaining. I'm enjoying it. And, you know, it's one of the things where I have to make sure I'm, I'm applying it and using it myself and those closest around me 
are aware of it before I try to just put it out there and help other people. So I got to be a blessing at home first in a, in a, in a different sense. So, um, but yet I'm working on it, my friend. <laughs> well, all I can say to you is that one of the first things I said to you is that when everything got hard for most people, it got easier for me. Mm-hmm. And the reason it got easier for me is because I stopped worrying about money or working hard and I just started to focusing on principles and values and morals. And I've been so much far rewarded focusing on those. Yeah. 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 And I, I think uh, the book of Proverbs will be very important in a lot of the information I share because it's from one of the wisest humans that ever walked the earth, of course, outside of the Lord. But and so it's a lot we can learn from those pages. So in just sharing those parables and stories and and, and principles and precepts can definitely help a person elevate their consciousness outside of the problems themselves. So, yeah, but that's me, man. But I appreciate you as always. Well, the Pete. book of Proverbs. Go ahead. That's everything. I had my son read it aloud to me just a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. uh, I read it constantly. And just people can better their lives so much just by reading that book, right. even if they're not religious and they took the ten references away of you know, from God, mm-hmm. that'd be more valuable than anything else they read. Yeah, I would agree. And so I think it, it'll help to be able to incorporate the principles from the words that are shared there into real life examples that people can understand better without, without making it religious. Like this is like, if you do this, you'll be blessed. I mean, it's just, it's clear as day. If you put others before yourself, if you add more than you consume, you'll, it'll, it'll better your world altogether. So Yeah. But as always, my friend, what an open line. I got a couple more calls coming in. What I say about it? Yeah. I'm a student of history, and mm-hmm. uh, reading Proverbs, reading anything from thousands of years ago, the rules have not changed. People have not changed. Yeah. There are things you can do that make things better, and there are things that you can do that will hurt yourself. Yeah. And nothing's changed. It's true. Very true. So I really encourage you. To go down that road. Thank you, sir. You know, and I believe that you do a fantastic job. Well, thank you, Peter. I appreciate you, my friend. I will keep you up to date. I'll keep you posted. Of course, you'll be hearing about it. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, <laughs> man. You take care. Yeah, have a good one. Have a good, have a happy, happy Thanksgiving to you, boss. Happy Thanksgiving, and it's stuffing, stuffing. We all look forward to stuffing. Yeah, that too. But <laughs> I went straight to the desserts for my first thought. So. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, my friend. Nothing for me. <laughs> All right. All right. Goodbye. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's good to kick it and hang out with people. So, yeah. I uh, missed a couple calls along the way. I apologize for that. Give me a call back. We about uh, got another call here. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hello? Hi there. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, I tell you what, I'm getting breaking up here. I'll call back just a minute. Okay, sounds good. It's choppy. Call back again. Yeah. Let me see what else is going on here. So let me get back to the chat. One a day. Proverb 31, one a day. I like that one. Well, Curtis, I believe $500 money exchange is rate fitted up for peso. Tony, do you believe you can speak things into existence, Luke, like the Bible says? Um, That's a great point. And so 
I'm gonna I can I'm, I'm gonna elaborate on that more because it's not necessarily like on some magical like if you speak it it's gonna come into existence but it's the it's the thought process that you you take on that allows you to ex, ex, expand your mind where you see things differently where you'll be surprised that, I'm on. okay here you go how you doing what's your name where you calling from this is Pat from Alabama how you doing Pat from Alabama how you doing my friend I need I need to just go ahead and save your save your number on my phone so I know where you call I can just it's just people, hey, Pat, how you doing? Talk to me. <laughs> Give me a call sometime when you're not on the air, too. Uh, I was listening to the general, yeah. uh, the gentleman. Yeah. Me and Captain Morgan's been talking again tonight. Okay. Uh, but I listened to the gentleman, and he was talking about, uh, you know, ethics and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Ethics and all this goodness about you is born at the home sitting at the supper table with mother and father. Yeah. It's a, it's a table thing. Mm -hmm. And that's where you learn your manners, you learn what's important, and you, and you learn what your ethics are. Mm -hmm. I will not steal. I will not lie. And when you get confronted by daddy sitting at the other end of the table because you lied, that's where you right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> That's a good point, man. And I think for for parents, like for parents listening to this now, it's one of the things we should never take for granted the amount, the like the time at the table. So my wife is real big on that, even though I get away from that sometimes. But she's big on making sure we sit down, and then when we all sit down, you know, I, I have to just share something. Even though to my boys, I'm ranting all the time. Daddy loves to rant, but to me, I call it just trying to educate a little bit. Oh, I had to lecture. I even had them numbered. I could look at my son and say 346. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, being military and whatnot, mm -hmm. we, uh, we kept a pretty square way out. Mm -hmm. But it's what you learn at the supper table. Even the Spartans had table loyalty when they sat with the other warriors to eat their meals every day. Mm -hmm. It's a very important thing, table loyalty. Yeah. But at any rate, I'm sitting here, and uh, it dawned on me that Deutsche Bank must have gone bankrupt, and they're covering it up with the overnight window and everything else. Uh, you remember I told you something big happened back in August. Yeah. And uh, April was when they turned to accepting gold at full value mm -hmm. and in august we had something bad happen the only thing bad i can think's happening is deutsche bank going down because that affects italy and a whole bunch of other places yeah you're right. uh, if you could expound upon that and give us any additional information and whatnot me and captain spear would like to approve it sounds good uh, bet you didn't know jim rogers was from alabama did you uh, I don't think I knew that, or he might. He, I, I think he might have told me, but I forgot. But oh, I didn't know that, so I know something now. <laughs> See, there's more than one fugitive farm laborer running around out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my man. I, good talking to you. Have a good one. Though. You have a good one too. All right. Bye. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah, that'd be the last call because it's uh, approaching an hour point. But I'll just touch on that uh, briefly from Pat. Um, so, yeah, and I, I wouldn't personally 
doubt that this current repo activity is a true reflection and sign of a bank or banks that have already experienced some issues. And so Deutsche Bank has been in the news with problems all year. So from the beginning of this year, it was exposed that they had some issues. They had some lawsuits. They got some, they had some internal problems. They got audited. They fired some people. They laying off reform, restructuring. They separated the good from the bad, put, you know, bad, they got a bad debt or bad asset or bad liabilities portion of their branches. So yeah, so they, they have had a lot of issues. So I wouldn't be surprised at all that a lot of the repo activity, because they'll never tell us who these funds are going to in the form of a loan. But like I always say before, I I doubt that it, they are actually loans because if you can't afford 15 billion today, how can you come to me and borrow 15 billion overnight and then pay it back on Thursday? So it's one of the things that either the funds are there and they just prefer not to use theirs or there's no funds there or they're choosing not to, they don't really have to actually, like I mentioned before, the, 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 the two big to fail banks and all the financial institutions, the GCIBs primarily, they don't really have to even have any liquid capital because if they are having some issues, they the the central bank or the Federal Reserve is responsible ultimately to keep them liquefied. If not, they're going to be the domino that probably brings everything down. So I doubt these loans are loans, and it'll be a matter of okay, with now the first the longest extended repo being forty two days. So January twenty twenty is when the first the longest current repo lending window is, is is due. Will they repay it back or will they roll it over or whatever? And by January, my personal opinion is that they will probably have to announce an even longer term of lending or just say, because they're using the word lending and using a repo market as that vehicle. And that's a tool. So clearly they're showing that the repo market activity, them being the, the purchaser and lender of only and last resort is a tool that they're going to try to extend into 2020. But I don't think it's going to work because the world now knows that the repo market and even the mainstream news is saying that it's QE5. They skipped four. They said it's five already. So um, that's just my two thoughts there. But 2020, it's going to be hard to keep this lending verbiage uh, under wraps without there being some true issues. Because once again, who's going to believe it? And, and the good, th the bad, the good thing for them is majority of the world is still asleep. The good thing for us is we recognize that the clock's speeding up some and that 2020 will be that time frame where more than likely something will give and it will impact everybody in, in, a, in, a, in a very uncomfortable way. So like I said before, your best bet is to get uncomfortable being uncomfortable now. And a part of the, the, the next channel I'm going to start has to do with the importance of distinguishing between your employment and your work. Employment as we see, is having issues. But your work, what you were born to do, what you do best that's probably currently being employed uh, will, 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 will do wonders for you, I believe. That's what I believe God is telling me. So anyway, if that being the case, I'm about to dial back because if, you don't, if I don't dial back, I'm going to go on and on and I can't go on and on because it's getting late and I have other things I want to do before this evening is over with. Anyway, austerity is coming, no doubt. Anyway, with that being the case, people, it's been great hanging out. As always, there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way to take advantage of opportunities, as always. So I can't help but plug some of the items and products that I personally sell uh, as a way of providing a gateway for you guys as well. So, of course, get your, get, get your generics, get your government issued or whatever. And so 
get whatever works best for you. Me personally, I, I'm a user of my own product, so it's easier for me to recommend what I do do. So that being the case, as always, I, you know, next week, starting uh, like, so for the Patreon aspect, for those that are interested in supporting the channel and helping the growth aspect so that I can get into more things that will be more beneficial to you, consider becoming a Patreon. Just click the link below. Whatever amount is great. The most, you know, anything helps as far as uh, helping me be a blessing to other people. But then also, I want to encourage you guys, we got the wait. If you guys are new to the channel, there's wait still available. And I got another surprise coming probably next week. So you guys, yeah, so you got the one wait, one, one, the one ounce there, RTD round. And then, of course, RTD Gold Team is right here. I would be lying if I didn't tell you I, I was a user of my own product. So the cash gold with 0.1 grams, you know what I'm saying, is the smallest weight of gold for those that are interested. And then you got the one gram right here. You got the one gram and the 0.1 gram. Eh, yeah, just uh, doing a little redemption on my own. But anyway, that being the case, all the information beneath this video, be blessed, be safe. Peace. Sorry for this interruption, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. If you've been enjoying this live stream, why don't you partner with me and be a support to the channel via Patreon membership for just a minimum of $5 a month. All you have to do is scroll down beneath this video here, click the Patreon link, then consider donating as little as $5 a month toward the channel. A little bit of crumbs can go a long way, and I appreciate your support. Now, let's get back to this live stream.